0: And now, now, it's the Mike Kelter Show.
1: It's the Mike Kelter Show. It's 102.5 The Bone. There's hope for a new generation. I picked up my uh, daughter and her friends from camp yesterday. And I was all prepared to put Taylor Swift on, and I said, what do you guys want to listen to? And they were like, Michael Jackson. They were, Michael Jackson? It's the best thing I've ever heard. Uh, Ian Beckel's in the studio with us. We have a lot of things to do this hour. Ian's here. We got an open letter from Galvin we got to get to, and then Dom will join us at 9 o'clock hour to take your legal calls. Uh, one of the greatest of all time, if we found out tomorrow, if Michael wrote a book and it said in that book... And then I started molesting children. Would you still listen to his music? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, of course you have yeah, to. Yeah. I think he did anyway. You don't think he did? <laughs> I do think he did. Oh, I don't
2: know, man. Listen, okay. My, Michael Jackson, is he a good person? I don't know him. I don't know, yeah. Is R. Kelly a good person? I don't know him. No, I pretty but much... But I, can, I think I can he's
1: guarantees. Not. Okay, yeah.
2: okay, but... There's a lot of people that aren't good people that made fantastic music. Yes. Mm-hmm. So if you go down to, if you go back to the old music, how yeah. them cats were sleeping with sixteen year olds? Oh yeah. And most of them were singing and talking about sleeping with sixteen year olds. <laughs> Zeppelin <laughs> yeah. was doing stuff mud so so yeah. you know What so, I mean?
1: Yeah. How about um, the guy who lives here, Gary Gary, Gary Puckett? Puckett yeah. uh, he's begging the girl. You're yeah. a much too young yeah, no, girl. Like, was she nine? Yeah. Like I, I mean, <laughs> sixteen is young much too young yeah. I mean he was like I, he he was in the hallway one time recording something for Eagle and we brought him to the studio and we were like eh, looking back at that song It's was a little weird and he was like no 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 he's like I'm telling her to go away, you're. And I'm like, no, you're saying I can't control myself. Yeah. go away. And he was like, Oh no, I'm why okay. are you talking to her like that? Yeah, like, why are you in that situation? Yeah.
0: <laughs> but we were talking about the other day. Did you see Jack White came out and said about uh, Guy Fieri and Joe Rogan and Dana White and all these guys that they were, uh, you know, talking to Trump at the uh, UFC? Right. And he's like, How dare you talk to him? and blah, blah, blah. If you don't talk to people that are bad people, you're not going to talk to anyone. People do bad stuff. Everybody does bad stuff. Yeah. And like you said, back in the 70s and the 60s, some of the stuff that they were doing, yeah. You're you're not going to be able to listen to any music. You're not going to be able to talk to anyone. You're not going to be able to see any movies. You're not going to be able to do anything.
1: I think that uh, if if you don't support a president, you don't like the president, but then you have an opportunity to meet the president, you still have to be respectful. That's the highest office in the land you know you could not be a catholic and meet the pope and be like have respect for the pope i would be the same way with uh, with gandhi if i would have met gandhi
0: i saw a uh, thing that had uh guy fieri and trump and it said maybe their hair wanted to meet each other <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know, man. I I watched that last night. The news is running wild with it, with mm-hmm. Jack White. And then, mm. uh, I I just think that that's somebody who knows how to get their name in the news. You know? uh,
0: I saw it had just all the comments about Jack White. He needs to worry about writing a good song. Yeah. He needs to worry about that. You know what I mean? It's just like everybody was Wh-
1: ripping out. Who did he say that to? Did he post it on social media? He posted yeah.
0: it on okay. his uh, Instagram, and he said, this isn't a debate. This is a statement yeah. or whatever. You know? Well, listen, <laughs> having
2: been playing ball, so the perception of people have from just interviews is ridiculous. Like people say, well, he's such a good person. Yeah. Or, he's such a good father. How the hell do you know? And you've never met
1: somebody. Hey, listen, that bothers me, me too. when people say it about sap sap had a bad reputation for being a bad guy. And for not being gracious with his fans. We know that, but I don't, I mean, I only know in in all the years I've been friends with him and hung out with him and socially and all that stuff, I've seen it twice. Mm -hmm. Now, granted, I know it's there more, but I've seen it twice. This is from a guy who's hung out with him. The people that have no idea but think that they know, that bothers me, especially now in the past 10 years retired sap Mm -hmm. is the happiest jolliest goddamn fellow in santa claus i have never seen a happier guy who is grown up and is smarter and nicer Mm -hmm. and all that stuff and when people are like i hate him why because you heard a story that drives me nuts well a lot of people once again they hear something
2: and want to latch on um as i hung up with warren many times Uh, early warren late warren he has changed he's changed okay this is what some people have to understand he doesn't like people that much, okay. And everybody knows he doesn't like to be approached, okay. That's a fact. He doesn't like to be approached by a lot of people.
1: Uh, by uh, because let me tell you, in the in the last two years mm-hmm. that we've done the uh, the Bud Light tailgate party at the at Raymond James mm-hmm. Stadium, SAP rolls up in there on a bicycle, mm-hmm. walks in by himself. I watched him yeah. walk down the street in the brightest colored shirt I'd ever seen, and I was like, that is a. A Hall of Famer and one of the best players to ever play on this team just walking down the street True. and jolly you know, and then walked into the tailgate and the minute he walks in, people are like, I want to take a picture but I heard he's a dick and then there he is snapping mm-hmm. and smiling with everybody. Mm-hmm. He's. He, I also think that in his life he has probably had so many moochers and so many people who have used him that he has felt like, he. I don't work for you. I'm not your friend. I'm not here to make your life easier. I work my ass off. But then I think when you get older, you kind of realize that's not really how it's going with fans. And I think that that's what he went through.
2: Well, I think uh, as somebody using the a public eye like yourself, yeah, you like people more than Warren. You, you say that, yes, right? Yes, 100%, okay. but so, we're in different so, businesses. So, so do I. Yeah. And I was in the same business as Warren. Yeah. Now, but I'm not Warren Sapp. Okay, so I get approached, but I've never said no to anything. Never.
1: And you're a dick if you do.
2: Well, okay, yes. And I've seen Warren say no. Yeah, okay? so, I. so But everybody knows he doesn't like to be approached. So if you approach him and he curses you out, what are you complaining about? He doesn't love to no. be, and you. said You
1: know it. You hear the story. I asked him one time. Mm-hmm. I was like, if you're out and one of your fans approaches you, how can you be? Uh, and he didn't say anything. He, what he said to me was, I, I am out in public shopping. I can't have a private life. I can't do this. He's like, because I play football on Sunday, I can't live my life during the week. And I think that comes from a history of people impeding on, you know, who, who owns Warren Sapp, who does his, and I think he's finally like, I don't need, I don't, I'm trying to be a myself now, you know, and, and no, it is different when you're in the public eye. You can't, you lose that. You lose that. I happily lose it. I, every time somebody says to me, "Hey, I listen to this show," it makes me feel as happy as they did the first time. So I don't have that, but I'm in a, I'm in the field of trying to entertain people and make them happy, and I don't know what I don't see them, so I don't know the feedback until I get it. You know but what we I mean?
2: Still have people that step over line. Yeah, there's perpetual line steppers. Everywhere. Oh, I Like I, I once again, I embrace anybody approaching me, but I can remember I can remember some situations where I'm eating and literally putting the fork in my mouth <laughs> yeah. as somebody's grabbing my arm. Hey, I hate to bother you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like pulling my yeah. arm down while I'm eating, and I'm like, oh, really, you do? And I'm always good at, <laughs> right. the, at the end. but if People will, don't know the boundaries. They don't know the yeah. boundaries, and I see it sometimes. Now, I've been with Warren a couple of times, and I was like, that was a little bit much, brother. Uh-huh. Like I said, I, that was a little bit much. Uh-huh. But at the end of it, if you ask me what kind of person Warren is, he's a loyal friend. That's all I know.
1: That's, yeah. all, that's all I know. Uh, and that's the other thing. I always say to people, I can't judge anybody until I, I can only judge them in the way they've treated me. Correct. And, uh, and you know, like uh, we we joke about Cheezy a lot. Uh, I met Cheezy a couple of times. Sometimes he was cool, sometimes he was a dick. Yeah. And uh, I think I'm probably the same way, you know. Sometimes you're in a good mood, sometimes you're not. So uh, it, it's only, though, the way that it affects me, I'm never going to let somebody, except Pete, stupid Pete. Pete will. Uh, Pete's my best friend, and he'll be like, Oh, that guy—he's dick. Don't don't talk to him. And I'll be like, "What happened?" He's like, "He screwed me over on this thing." And I'll be like, "That guy's dead to me." Mm-hmm. And then, like a year later, Pete will be eating dinner with that guy, and I'll go, <laughs> "I thought we—I thought go, oh, we made up. We don't have, well, you yeah. can't make up, and we already made me hate him. He does it to me all the time. But that happens people. all the time. when
2: somebody says you have to understand it's one person's perception of one person. Yeah, but we don't we don't hear the story. We didn't hear the story of why they don't right. like each other. Right. Because there's some times where Pete'll probably tell you a story, you go, Well, that was your fault. Yeah. Right? So yeah. you just you just will know the story.
1: But I gotta remain loyal to Pete. So even no, though I no know doubt. it's Pete's fault, yeah. I gotta be like, all right, no, well, I get that. that guy's out, you know. Um, I don't know. It's just it's funny to me how people will will think they, you know, go by a rumor and and run their whole life. That really bugs the hell out of me. I, I, I have pictures uh from the tailgate of Warren with men, women, kids, uh mm-hmm. You know, there's also something very weird to some of these people when I don't mind it. I, when an adult man wants to take a picture with you, that is kind of awkward in a, in a situation. They're putting their arm around you. Yeah. And I don't even mean like a gay thing. It's just kind yeah. of a weird, for some people. For me, I don't care. I don't sure. care at all. And I think that that's, that's one of the things you have to take into consideration, too. I remember Rosie O'Donnell, at the height of her fame, she had to make like an announcement. She's like, I will not take pictures with adults. I will not sign autographs for adults. I'll do it for kids, but adults are adults. You shouldn't be asking another adult for a picture. And I thought well, that was pretty rough. No, I'm, I'm,
2: not, I'm not on Rosie O'Donnell's side for, no, me, no, for, no, no, for no. a whole
1: lot of anything. anything. But, <laughs> but there's just, uh, people are different. You know what I mean? It doesn't yeah. make them bad. It's just some people, they, they, you got you to gotta try and respect what their wishes are.
2: And you said Warren thinks that people want something from him yes. when they approach him. But I'm asking this question. Don't they? They do, 100%. Right. That's the thing. So every time somebody approaches him, they either want to invade his space yeah. or for him to give an autograph. And once again, that's all cool. But like, I'll give you an example. Uh, my wife had a, uh, my ex-wife had a, uh, a charity that she needed something signed for. Okay? Right. So I hit up Warren. I go, yo, Warren, can you hook me up with this? He goes, oh, man, I'm busy. But meet me here at this time. And I'm, he met me. He drove,
1: uh-huh.
2: dred- opened up the Ben's window, smoke billows out. I give him the football, he signs the football, dap him up. Love you, brother. Yeah, he left. Yeah. He, he went out of his way. I walked into the Buccaneer locker room. I didn't know Brad Johnson, mm-hmm. all Right. I said, hey, Brad. Ian Beckles goes, he goes, hey, Ian, pleased to meet you. I go, hey, my wife has a charity. Of a, what's the charity? He grabs the football. He signs. He goes, you want me to sign it to somebody? He goes, no. I go, hey, he goes, hope it all turns out well. Cool. Yeah. So those are two two examples. Keyshawn Johnson's sitting on like it and I wouldn't, <laughs> urinate. I wouldn't urinate on him. Uh, I go, hey, He's
1: Ke-, a bad person. Oh, he's a
2: bad person. Good, thank you. Yeah. I go, hey, Keyshawn. And I knew Keyshawn because I was in the locker room with him in the Jets. So yep. He doesn't remember it, but uh, I said, hey, Keyshawn, do you mind signing this for my wife for, for a charity? And he's sitting in the locker that I invaded for seven years. He's sitting in my locker, and he, he, he barely looks at me, and he grabs the football, and he signs it, and he gives it back to me, and he doesn't even look up. That's and and, look, and I and I I sat there and looked at him for like three seconds, and my the, the bad guy at his shoulder goes, "Don't do it." Uh-huh. Like I was about to just lay into the dude, but that's it's that's the difference. Like Keyshawn Johnson, everybody has perception; he's a good guy. Get no, out of here. He, I have perception have never, of guy.
1: I have never seen a good side of him ever. Thank you. Uh, when when he got cut for the rest of the season. Uh, I got a bunch of players calling me and telling me, and, like, celebrating. him hey, nobody knows yet, but this just happened. This just happened. Sure. Oh, you know? yeah. uh, first interaction with Keyshawn, I walk into the uh, Bucks locker room and I'm wearing a Yankee hat. And he looks at me and he goes, New York. I hate New York. And I look at him and I go, yeah, most New York hates you. And he Back. goes, true. <laughs> 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 he goes, not upset. I, Pete, I said it, and Pete's butt puckered. And then yeah. Keyshawn looked at me and he goes, true. <laughs> the way,
2: I okay, know, what did God. Keyshawn Johnson say? He was traded. He was traded by the coach that he said loved him. Yeah. Who trades good football players. No, and I, then you were sent home. Listen,
1: he could have been he was a great football player. No doubt. Yeah. He w- but I think that nobody talks about him in those great levels because he was such a jerk He's off. not a Hall of Famer, though. Nah, he was, I don't think he did enough.
2: Well he had it was gay. There was years he had 110 catches and yeah. one touchdown.
1: Yeah. That's not a hall. That's exactly. not a Hall of Famer. It was so funny. I used to say to Keyshawn when he played here, you throw Keyshawn a uh seven yard Dumb pass, he can't catch it. You throw it where he's got to go up in between two guys and catch it between his legs, he does it with no problem.
2: Well, he, he catches everything. He just doesn't get anything extra. Yeah, right. Very, he, very, in very slow. Oh, yeah. Very, very, very slow.
1: Oh, I know.
2: Yeah. One time I said something about him on the radio, and I think Scott Reynolds from the Peter Report said, Oh, uh, Keyshawn's looking for you. I go, Why? Yeah. Because he doesn't like what you said about him. I go, Tell him I'll be there today. Yeah. And I was never there. And I walked up, I go, Keyshawn, I heard you, were ta- you-, you wanted to see me. He goes, no, no, man, no, no. So when I ask people about him, when I ask SAP about him, yeah. he goes basically, he's the, he's the fakest yep. ne- <laughs> Negro, but he didn't say that word
1: <laughs> on the planet. Uh. He, I'll tell you, I love when people are like, uh, hey, this guy heard you said something. He's looking for you. I go, oh, tell him I'm in the same, <laughs> right in the same place for 20 hours a week. <laughs> right? It's right here in this building. No joke. Yeah. I'm right here. Let's go. Yeah. Don't come here, though. You'll get killed if you come here. Facts. Um uh, Ian Beckles is here with us. I finally got to go uh, hang out at Ian's Opium Dem on, on West Shore Boulevard. It's, of course, not that, but I love calling it that. Yeah. So uh I'm in Clearwater Beach. And I need a key, and my buddy Ben is eating at uh, what's that place over there? The restaurant on the water there? Pavilion? No, no, further down on, on uh, um, what the hell is it? Bulele? Clear, no, is not, clear sky? No, I'm not doing the rest Long of the show. John's no, always. it's over by you. It's past, it's <laughs> off Gandy and, and West Shore area down there. Hula Bay. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I will stop the show until I think of the name. <laughs> They're at Hula Bay. So I drive from Clearwater Beach to Hula Bay to pick up this key. He's nice enough to run it out to me while he's eating and give me the key. So on the way back, I see Ian's opium Den just rocking. And I go, you know what? I bang a Yui, I pull in, and I'm like, let me see what's going on here. Now, I'm telling you what I expected to see when I walked in was you and two other stoners sitting on three different chairs <laughs> watching TV again high. And I was like, that's what I expect. Instead, I'm going to tell you exactly what I saw. I walk in, and there's two eight-and-a-half- girls sitting at this table playing some sort of hippie chinese checkers or something <laughs> then i go over and there's a bar and in that bar, like a kava bar and in that bar there's like three customers getting stuff and a guy preparing it and another guy sitting at the bar with his laptop on the thing and headphones watching like a movie or something then I, i'm just walking around now i have no idea what's going on i gotta pee i'm like i'm gonna try and find a bathroom i roll around the corner and there's like pool tables and all these dart games and all this stuff And here comes Ian, just rolling it's like What's up? I'm like, hey. I, I am yeah. coming in. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, I love this opium <laughs> right. den. I want right. to live here now. Right. That, if you said to me, like, that's a basement in the 70s is what it is. Yeah. It's the most comfortable, just relaxing place I've but seen you know in a while.
2: You know where it comes from? A no. basement in the 70s. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Really, because my, my uncle, uh, Uncle Don, who was past, uh, I grew up in his basement. Okay. Every time people party, we were in his basement. Yeah. And he had, like, velvet pictures. Like, I always look at my face Like go, where is this from? And I realize it's from my uncle. Is this in Canada? <laughs> yeah, in Canada. Okay. But he's West Indian, so he had, like, you know, some African art and right, right, stuff. Right, right, So that's so, where my flavor comes now, from.
1: Now, give me the idea. Uh, in New York, my Uncle Joe had an awesome basement with a built-in bar. And my uh, grandfather and my grandmother in their first house in New Jersey, same thing. Mm-hmm. Now my grandfather had uh the big area with the built-in bar and the 60s furniture and then he had like bedrooms for his older kids down there. That must have been the coolest thing ever. And then he had one of those pianos that plays by itself. Oh, oh dude, yes. that was yeah, his, in the 70s, they yeah. were the king. But my uncle Joe's bar is where we had all the Christmas Eve and all the parties and all that stuff down there. And uh, it was very similar, except no West Indian. Uh, I'm saying, like, we had all this guinea stuff, a lot of, yeah, like, a lot of yeah. Italian horns, yeah, yeah. a lot of... uh I wore my Italian horn for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everybody's drinking anazette. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a little uh, different. Anazette.
2: I think a little anazette.
1: Anazette. That's a little... Okay. Tastes like licorice. Yeah. Uh, it's Uzo. like ouzo. Uh, Uzo. Uzo. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, I
2: had a very, very long night of ouzo a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> cannot drink that
1: anymore. Listen, a Greek girl get you there. With the uh, Uzo, I like because <laughs> who doesn't? Yeah, that's a good question. So anyway, so uh, the basements were the cool, were the cool spot. Mm-hmm. We just don't have any basements here because in our basement is water. Yeah, and sinkholes.
3: Mm-hmm. One of my favorite memories of being over at uh, Ian's Opium Den is we were hanging me, Pap, Pap, and Ian were hanging out in the back and where the pool table is. And some some kid came up to Ian and he was like, "Hey, uh, are you are you controlling the music?" And he was like yeah, yes, I am. And he goes, hey, can you change the song? And he just, look, just looks up at him and goes, nah.
2: No. <laughs> no. no. and he goes like, oh yeah. I mean, uh, I mean but, you know, these young kids want me to play Lizzo. And yeah, stuff.
3: yeah. Uh, he did, I think, yeah. ask for Lizzo. Lizzo's oh, not I the vibe so. in the
2: opium no. 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 no, By the way, we don't actually sell opium. So no, no, I don't, no. I don't no. want no. people knocking on my door here. I heard you're selling opium. There we, is
1: a, yeah. a medical doctor there for cannabis on, on days. Fridays. Yes. Fridays. Uh, but no, no, there is no opium there's no cocaine or anything like that. There's just a bunch of very comfortable people in there. Yeah. They're
2: very calm. And like, we're literally to the point where somebody raises their voice, you're escorted out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're, we're not doing that here.
1: If somebody raises their voice, 10 guys go, man, if I wasn't so stoned, I would throw yeah. you out. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, honestly, I, I, uh, now, you know, I, I don't know. I know you, yeah. so I can just saunter in the front door. Anybody? It's open to anybody? It's
2: open to everyone. By the way, it's, it's called Dignitary Tea in Kava House.
1: Yeah, uh, no open. And it's it's open to everybody. And,
2: like, there's a lot of people that haven't experienced Kava and Kratom in their life. A lot of people. Okay, okay
1: so t- my wife asked me the other day, what is kratom mm-hmm. and i said i don't know kava and kratom i'm confused i know i ate one of them and i crapped for three days so i don't necessarily know it was that the did it. but also sometimes when you introduce new stuff to your body it does that so i'm not against Fact, it yes. and i would be willing to try it again it did give me a little bit of a of a not a buzz like being drunk but a little bit of a weird feeling which i kind of tingling
2: yeah and you're supposed to get a tingling with kava in the back of your throat yeah which is a, a numbing thing and if you Natural have, is more numbing. And uh, kava has a re- reverse tolerance to where if I have one kava, I, I, I get a feeling. Yeah. But if you first start drinking, it takes you four or five. So okay. I think the, long, the more you drink, the less the less it takes. All right. And kratom is uh, like a botanical tea. It's actually, oh, it's a tea. Okay. It's in the coffee family. And uh, there's different strains, you know, red, white, green, yellow, and they just give you different feelings. Which one do I want? Uh, depends what you want to be up or you want to be down. Yeah. I'm already up. Okay, we'll get you yeah. some red then.
1: So, I'm so, a red I, guy. so people tell me that about pot. They're like, you can have a yeah, sativa. In the cast, or, sativa. Then, then, they're they, all the same to me. I'll be honest same. with you. They're yeah. all the same to
2: me, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I just want that good, good.
1: Yeah. yeah, I take it and I just laugh harder at Tom Segura yeah. than I did normally. <laughs> it's funny. I,
2: I, I went to my brother's in Kingston, uh, Ontario this weekend, and he's, he just loves comedy. Yeah. Okay, and I brought your name up and... We watched Segura's uh stand up and we also watched the machine. Oh you did. And uh, i I'd be honest with you, I did I was waiting for him to be rubbing his belly. It was a good plot. Yeah.
1: It the story is great, especially is. if you know the original story. And it and it's just everything was so funny. Just a constant, nonstop, yeah. dumb, funny stuff.
2: Little, there's little things, yeah. and, and my brother says, "Don't you know him?" I said, "I don't know him, but I've met him a couple yeah. of times, and he's real, real cool." And there's little things in the movie that I think because he's from this area, were just a little bit more funny.
1: When you he throws what? up and puts it in his pocket, he's one of the funniest things I've ever she seen. said, it." In your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 it's so funny. It's got a lot of Austin Powers in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's kind of it's. It, uh, did you notice? I, I when I saw the movie in the theater, I looked at it and I at the end, like towards the end, he's outside and there's graffiti on the wall. It says Thomas Thomas is Fat. Yeah. Yeah. you saw it, dude? Moose just put it up yesterday. Like Moose just found that. I thought it was pretty glaring when I in the movie I started laughing and he even said there's a joke in there. He's like my friend Tom. And yeah, he said, yeah, yeah,
2: my fat friend Tom yeah. or something like that. And
1: then Tom crushed him in the. uh sledgehammer. The yeah. sledgehammer. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he was like, yeah, we all heard your story of the mechanic or whatever it is. <laughs> when, he, when he tells that story about his mother uh, with the edibles, dude, I was dying. And I don't think my wife knew, but I was on a little bit of an edible that night. Oh, and it was a hundred times funnier to me. I, I, just, I loved it. I loved it. Segura's special, Sledgehammer, is on uh, Netflix. And I, I promise, sober or not, you'll, you'll like my it. My brother funny. turned me on
2: to Tom Segura's mother farting, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I've never yeah, yeah. seen that. That's, yeah. it's,
1: it's, it's gorgeous, dude. He the way he talks to his mother and those, and the fact that uh, Segura speaks Spanish so well, yeah. with that big white head of his yeah. is so funny. Uh, all right, tell me about. Uh, I read about this yesterday. We yeah. talked about it before, but the canadelic This Ooh. is the Comic Con of drugs, correct? Is and good drugs, not the uh, not the bad ones, but the one that really that we find out now have had such benefits medicinally to people from. Uh, like Galvin was talking about this morning with the with the uh, weed, with the marijuana, with the uh, joint pain and mm-hmm. swelling and all that stuff, but the psychedelics that are being used in microdosing and other stuff to for things like people with uh, you know uh, panic attacks and uh, yes. yeah, any anybody, anybody that's got severe medical, I mean severe mental issues, they're finding out that microdosing some of these things are really uh, evening them out and helping them out.
2: Yeah, I mean, listen, it's to a point now where. We have to understand a lot of things that have been fed to us has been BS. Yes. Okay. Like Reefer Madness, was, which I believe was even filmed here in Tampa. Okay? Oh, really? Yeah, it was filmed here in Tampa. It was It's a, it's a propaganda film. Yeah, okay? oh, 100%. And, and, but people thought that was real. Yeah. Okay? But that mentality has been around for a long time. And it's to a point now where there's so much knowledge now that people aren't saying stupid things anymore. Sure. So, you know.
1: I, I will tell you that I take medication for anxiety. I've talked about it before. My wife does as well. That means the two of us have no doubt passed that along to our children. And my son showed early signs of that, of having anxiety. And, you know, he's just like my wife. My son smokes pot, Mm. and I'm not. uh, I'm not mad about it at all. I don't want him sucking down gallons of vodka on the weekends and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But uh, if he is taking, if he is smoking pot and doing it the right way before he goes to bed or whatever, he goes to the gym. I'm all. I'm all for it. I really am. I don't even. I don't even try to hide it or anything. I think that he is doing it for the right reasons. Sure, on the weekend, I'm sure he's probably getting stoned, but Mm -hmm. uh, and I don't want him. I tell him I don't want you driving at all. There's no need for it, and I'd much rather you be home. Smoking on the balcony yep. than out uh, drinking an Ebor, which also happens. But yeah. you know what I'm saying? Very, it's, very less frequently. It's a, it's a much
2: different day today. Yes. Just, uh, just the, the, the conversation about cannabis and, um, you know, psilocybin and mushrooms. Two years ago, you wouldn't even hear it. No. Now you're hearing it everywhere. Mushrooms
1: were a college kid's drug. Yes. You go find them and poop, clean yeah. them and eat them and get high and see things. Sure. Now people are taking them uh, across the board. You
2: can take things the right way, yeah. and you can take things the wrong way. Yeah. You can address too much THC. You can't. Yeah. But if you take THC the right way, it's your friend. Yeah. And I think psilocybin's the same way. And uh, we have uh, Catadelic Summer coming up. as the world's largest cannabis and psychedelic convention. It's, uh, it's at the St. Pete at the factory. Uh-huh. A cool little spot. And it's uh, July 15th. You get tickets to go to Catadelic at C-A-N-N-A-D-E-L-I-C
1: Summer. Dot .com I, I see it uh from you then i'm reading about it in creative loafing yeah. and uh this is there's a lot of people now are taking interest in this that aren't just considering people who use drugs like that to be stoners or Waste. Like, don't get me wrong. Spanish is still a waste. Wow. Still, you know, all you do is sit <laughs> home with Joe. <laughs> Every time I call you, you're crapping or and getting high. Crazy. I mean, he's I am. Loser.
3: I do like to poop. I'm not going yeah. to But Joe,
1: button. Joe has used it in a way to better his life. That's I mean, not true. Uh, my
3: mind. Look at him.
1: No. Look right. at him. This yes, guy, I'm looking. he's embraced it. He is a fashion icon. That's no. right. He's a man. He is much like Jack Kerouac. At the end of his life, he will have traveled many roads. No. He will have many stories. He will have affected many people's lives. One you, terrible road. you a loser.
3: No, no, Annoying. Die. Loser! <laughs> these are all erroneous claims and terrible. I can't wait to do mushrooms. With hey, it, if
1: you're a, if you're a place that's interested in, like, I think this would also be good. First of all, there's gonna be a lot of people that just want to experiment for themselves. Mm-hmm. But there's probably a lot of business uh, places that are people are curious as to what you need to sell this stuff and how to because it, there's more places like yours than these uh, these bong shops that are opening up everywhere. I, I believe those things are kind of ruining strip malls. Now, I don't mean, I don't mean the Cure leaves and the, uh, the, the places where you go in and where your marijuana card, I just mean these places that are, like they, I was reading in the paper this weekend, they just shut that place down and that guy was just selling drugs over the counter advertising for it.
2: Well, I mean, there's, once there's those people that push those limits
1: Yeah, and if, if you
2: go to a normal head shop they shouldn't be selling you marijuana there. That's no. A, that's against the rules. Right. If you come to our place, we'll not sell you marijuana. Okay? Until the
1: doctor We're, is there. And, well, the, well doc- the doctor will give you a thing.
2: He'll give you a card that you can go to the dispensary, right. get the marijuana, then come back, and you can smoke it in our lounge in
1: outside. I've gone to two of those dispensaries before. The one that was on Dale Mabry, mm-hmm. the thing you told me about, back in the day. And then the one, there's one over here uh, on 54 and 41. The, the process is amazing to me it's like it's like going to a doctor's office you go in there and uh, you have to have id you have to have your card if you're not uh, if you don't have your id they don't even let you wait inside Mm -hmm. you have to go outside and then you can tell them what you want you if you don't have to know anything they help you out they give you some choices and then they give you different forms in which you could take it and it's all it's like being in a big pharmacy as opposed to being in some dude's basement getting bags of weed i was in canada
2: this weekend or last weekend and they had a little uh, Mohawk resort where it was legal there, and there's no no taxing, and uh, they were selling $10 ounces of weed. Oh, really? And they were selling <laughs> mushrooms over the counter. Uh,
1: that's the other thing. The prices are, are going to be, you know, the prices are going to be ridiculous when you're not having to pay the VIG
3: yeah, <laughs> on,
1: yeah. on the CIA VIG and all the yeah. other things. So. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Canadelic, Cannadelic, it's happening this weekend. Uh, I would recommend you buy tickets in advance, but you could probably get them there for a more expensive price. Will you be there in a vendor fashion, or will you just be there uh, checking it out? i just be
2: there, period. We, uh, you know, Dignitary is going to have our little booth there selling our cova and our creative and Mitra 9s, and I, I think I'm, I might be either heading a panel or either being on a panel. Pretend you're Afro man. Really mm-hmm. <laughs> I heard that goes
1: over really well. Well, that
2: happened at Canadelic, Miami. That's when, that's that's when it happened. That's so funny
1: to me. <laughs> if you don't know, uh, when Ian was on the Canadelic panel in Miami, the lady said to him, "And this guy needs no introduction and talked about the FBI raiding his home. And Ian yeah. goes, who do you think I am? <laughs> and she said, Afro man. And he was like, I'm not Afro male, dude. That's one of the funniest things. Because you could have been like, oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. I think yeah. you're confusing. You're, you're yeah. like, who do you think I am? <laughs> oh,
0: real, I real proud moment for white women everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. no. I, can no, see, I
2: can see it on her face, though. Her heart, oh drew. yeah, her heart. Because sure. I've been there before, yeah. And then afterwards, I put my arm around her. I go, I've done what you've done for many years, yeah. That wasn't your fault. Somebody should have come up here and told you this is Ian Beckles replacing Afro, right? Because I've I've been on you know a radio row and stuff, and somebody sits down beside me. I have no idea who it is, sure, and I should,
1: and that's why you get yourself in trouble. It, that's <laughs> why I would bring Pete along to those things yeah. so he could lean in. Pete was like that devil wears Prada where they yeah. and walk and this is the <laughs> senator and that's the yeah. lady he left his wife for. Great movie, by the way. Oh, I love that movie. I've seen, I might have seen it 30 times. I I, I think I might have you beat. I mean, I love that movie. It is, it is up there with um, That Thing You Do and The Godfather and all those movies that I almost Scarface. famous on repeat. I hate Scarface.
2: You know what's funny? Ron, Ron was the same way, and I don't love The Godfather.
1: Uh, I don't
2: love The Godfather. Why? I didn't get I it. I feel like we need to I watch it together.
1: It. Let's watch it together so <laughs> I can explain it to you.
2: It's nine hours. Do you know how I'm
1: dying to somebody to watch The Godfather with me so I can answer questions? <laughs> for them? My wife, she was like, what do you want for Father's Day? I go, please watch The Godfather with me. And she was like, okay. I was like, all right, great. And then we didn't do it. And then the next weekend I was like, all right, let's watch The Godfather. She goes, no, no, you had one day. You one that was one day was that? Uh, the ladies I, man is that way lady. for me. The ladies man. Is if, good, you, yeah. if you don't
2: like the ladies man, you need to watch it again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, there are
1: movies like that where I watched, like Anchorman. I saw the movie there and I was like, "That oh, was dumb." Napoleon, <laughs> then I watched Napoleon it again.
2: Dynamite. first time, dumbest movie. Second yeah. time, got it. Third time, hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It
1: takes you a little while. To Nacho
2: figure Libre, it oh, out. Nacho, so <laughs>
1: good. <laughs> just seeing him in the suit is enough. Yeah, for me it's funny. he's funny. Yeah. He's funny. Yeah. 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 Moose went as Nacho Libre from for Halloween when you're on the cruise. Oh, that was great. Really, yeah. You should come on the cruise. Though.
2: I've been asking yeah. to go on a cruise. Uh, yeah. been, let's,
1: let's get you on the cruise. Let's
2: get yeah. on the cruise.
1: Uh, now, I wonder, can you bring the uh, marijuana on the cruise now that it's, like, so legal everywhere? I, I think cruises are the one place where they really don't mess but around. they don't want you bringing it back. They don't yeah. care what you bring on. Yeah. Allegedly. They don't want you buying it and oh, no, bringing it fine. back. will be fine. Yeah. Okay. right? I'm but I'm saying, like, if, I, if you're somebody with a uh, marijuana card... Can you, you should be able to bring it on and off? It's right? not
2: that easy when you're going over state lines
1: and country
0: yeah. lines it's and that's like when it gets funky. It's just yeah. like
2: airports, like federal, like you can't bring it from
0: California to Florida. I can, I did bring even it from I can tell you <laughs> I can tell you the legality of it. I don't know, but I do know somebody who just has their card and walks on with it in their purse and leaves
1: with oh, it. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah.
2: I, I, I know I know a young man who uh got caught at Tampa International Airport with uh fifty pounds. Oh
1: my oh god. Pounds.
0: I know
2: that fifty means. pounds. And personal use? They just took it. <laughs> they didn't arrest him. What? Oh really? Well, he took they, it? they said and he, he asked what's the number and they said it's hundred pounds. Damn. Ooh. Or else they just well, you know okay, if they arrest him, think about yeah. this. Say Mo catches him with fifty pounds, right? And he says, Oh uh, we're gonna let you go that means they can take care of that fifty pounds. Mm-hmm. If they arrest you you don't get none of it. Yeah, yeah that's right.
3: Yeah, oh.
1: Nice. You can out. go on with Delta products though like the Delta 8, 9, and 11, right? Right, because you, know
3: you can yeah.
1: buy those at gas stations. Right. Yeah, am not a fan. Yeah. I love that you think Moe's going to catch anybody. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? 50 pounds, not yeah. hard, to, hard to hide. Yeah. Uh, you're not yeah. hiding that. <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> Dude, I, I took it back from uh, California when I went out to see Bert. I came back. We bought edibles, and they were so expensive. I'm like, I'm not leaving these nope. here. My son's like, how are you going to take them? I go, just throw them in your bag. And he goes... What about dog? And they're not sniffing your bed ba- and then was like bombs. You know I just put them in my backpack. Allegedly. And carried them right on.
3: Yeah, allegedly.
2: No, That's I a good did. Story. It was
1: medicinal. <laughs> I don't, Man, don't, know. Really I don't well, think i I messed
2: around once and took took an edible to go on the plane and just before I'm about to uh you know, go through the immigration I realized I had another one in my pocket. Oh, so I was like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So so I took it. Yeah. That was the worst idea I've ever done. Yeah, because no. like I'm, a couple times in my life, I'd taken too many edibles, and you know when you're taking too many. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that one time on the plane was the worst one. Yeah, really? Being up in the air, at two a.m., not wanting to be on the plane. Yep. was not good.
1: See, I oh, not <laughs> yeah. one. It was not. Good. I just think I sink into everything. I'm like, well, oh, no, plane it was bad. It wasn't Massive bad. anxiety. Every
3: little yeah. turbulence you feel. I couldn't Yelp. walk. Yeah,
1: I got to go to the bathroom, but I couldn't walk.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> dude, that was when I took too many at the All Star game. And my son was like, can you take me to the bathroom? And I went, no. 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 He's like, come on down. I go, I can't, son. My legs don't work <laughs> yeah. right now. They yeah. literally weigh three hundred pounds each, and I can't lift them uh-huh. up.
3: And if I fall on the way there, I'm not getting up. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Um, I live here now.
1: My favorite thing, and keep in mind, I'm doing this maybe twice, three times a year. Like I'm not a talk to the doctor today. He's like marijuana medicinally, and I mean uh, recreationally. And I go, eh, and then he goes, well, what does that mean? Yes or no? I go, eh, like maybe everyone's I mean, you're lost. not even right. Yeah. And, you're not and even. I go maybe once, twice a year. Yeah. You know. Um, but my favorite part about it is. When you realize it's kicked in. Mm. Like when I was at that all-star game and I'm like, why are they all, why are they all wearing white? Why are we doing this in a hospital? And I went, oh, God, I'm not yeah. in a hospital. We're yep. in the stadium. I'm really hot. <laughs> yep. yeah. That's the moment that it happens. Yeah. Kind of panic and funny at the same time. Yeah. You feel
2: it crawling up your back.
1: A hundred percent. And you're like, oh, boy, here it uh, here here comes. Bro. I bought the ticket. Now I got to take the ride. Comes. That's right. Did ah. you go to years ago, like maybe 10, 15 years ago, they had a tennis match at Emily Arena. It was Kornakova and somebody else, and Courier and somebody else. Yep. We get tickets. Uh, I'm with, I don't want to say any names. He's a certain baseball player, pitch a uh, perfect game, yeah. <laughs> and two other guys. And we had taken some stuff that day. Mm-hmm. And then it was back in the day where the T Mobile sidekick was the deal. And everybody's wearing tennis colors, white, you know, light green, and all this stuff. We're all in black t shirts and jeans, mm-hmm. sitting four in a row, highest can be mm-hmm. on our sidekicks, taking each other. <laughs> I'm so high. I'm so high. We're like, we're literally sitting four people in a row, not watching the 10, and we're just like, this is crazy. We're so high. That's that's the best and worst part of it. I went fishing with said
2: uh, Yankee player who pitched a perfect game, and uh, this was when, just after I played ball, and uh, he was on a boat. I think it was with Dave Moore at the time, and he says, right. uh, he goes, here, you want this joint? I go, no, I don't smoke. He looks at me, he goes, what? <laughs> and I go, no. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I mean, he goes, really? Yeah. Like, he, he looked at me with the, this disgusting yeah. face. Yeah. And then he pulls a pill out of his pocket. and I go, what is that? He goes, it's a Percocet. And I've never seen a Percocet like this. It was this. A baseball It Percocet. was huge. <laughs> I, trust
1: me, I've taken and it. And I go,
2: I go, I'll go, i take one of those. He goes, nah, dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and, and, he, and he popped it, and that was the end of the story. Yeah. So
1: you got the nah, dog. Yeah. I used to get the, uh, not just from him, but from all the baseball players at spring break. Take this, take this, take this, and I'm like, you know, I'm 19 hang, or yeah. 21, hanging out with baseball players. I'm like, yeah, yeah, give it to me. I'm telling you right now, I used to feel like, uh, not mad, not mad, yeah. no one have, but if you would have said to me, hey, Mike, we need you to lift this building up and move it across, i shop, I yeah. like, yeah, no problem, I, I can take it. this building. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, the feeling that, that that Percocet gives you, when people are like, oh, Percocet's hurt my belly, I'm like, I'll take him. I, I want him. I, <laughs> can't, I don't I'm take scared, him now. I'm
2: scared of them. And I'm not I'm not an adventurous person. No. Like I, I've taken this and that and very little things. And it's not because I'm it's because I think I'll like it.
1: Yeah. So yeah. that's why
2: yeah. so don't take stuff that can ruin your life. I just don't do it. No. Listen, I'm FDA, the same way the
3: FDA said it's not habit forming. All right, you should be fine. I <laughs>
1: when know. I first had uh, bad anxiety problems before I was taking medication for it, I went to the doctor and he gave me Xanax, and he gave me I don't know what the milligrams are, but. They gave me a giant bottle filled to the top. Usually my blood pressure medication is like filled halfway. This thing was filled to the top. And I could take it four times a day. And what? Four oh. times a day? Who f- would function? I never took one. I was oh. like, I'll deal with it. I'm fine. I'm I've taken
2: take... Xanax before.
1: Yeah, I've taken it in my life. But... I don't know how anybody thinks that that's
2: going to eliminate something. <laughs> right. It doesn't. It just makes you. It just makes you tired. I and can't speak. Makes you not. Care. Yeah. Yeah. I just. I can't speak or walk or function. Yeah. So what? I don't. And I took a half of one. I see people taking a whole one and then walking around during the day. Yeah. I don't get it.
1: Do you know? Do you know why you say you didn't take the Percocet? Why well, I don't do that anymore? Anymore. and I'm talking before my kid before I was married uh, because Don Richards the old news guy from FLA came out in the home and he goes hey do you know who, uh, who Chris Farley is and I go yeah he goes he just died and I went oh my god really he goes okay I gotta go with it I go what happened he goes I'm not I know he was on Saturday Night Live but I didn't know a lot about him but the reaction I'm getting from everybody in the building I gotta go break in with this Oh, okay. and I said oh how did he die and he said um, drugs and alcohol and I was like oh yeah that makes sense and then I was watching a report and they said he was drinking well, taking Percocets, and, yeah. do, and, and it does your heart, speeds up your heart, slows your heart down, slows your heart down a lot. Mm-hmm. And I went, yeah, that's what we were doing. I'm like, and he's fat. I can't do any of this stuff. That's me. why I've never done cocaine. Yeah. I don't want right. to be that one oh. guy who does it the first time. And I hear like, it's a blast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who did you hear from? Carter? I
3: heard it was, uh, yeah, it's a great time. I've watched I some of my,
2: uh, What? <laughs> I watched some of my old Ooh. teammates take 30 pills, 30 Ooh. Percocets, and drink it. Like yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then come back for some more.
1: That's insane. Uh. 30. That is insane. Let me just tell you something. I love Charlie Belcher. I do. He's been a long-time Wait. friend, but I hope more than ever he gets attacked by these bees right now.
3: Oh my he's God. on TV
1: live on Fox 13, and he is at a place that's uh, ha- trying to help the honeybees. And they he's in his bee suit, but they got one of those cartridges out. Maybe they're looking for the queen. I don't know what they're doing, but he's there. And I wish to God that they get in his suit somehow <laughs> and just start biting him all over Man, his ass. That'd be the best. And he's running around screaming. <laughs> Oh, that would be
2: the best television ever. I, I like to text uh, Jen Epstein, the lovely Jen Epstein sometimes, and yeah. sometimes I'll text Charlie and go, how much money are they paying
1: you to do <laughs> this?
2: Like, he, he'll, be, he'll be in, like, BFE in, like, a craft place. Yeah, yeah, and, like, yeah. You just don't look like you're enjoying it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I was
1: saying this this morning. Sometimes when he's on the air and he's reading notes off his phone, he's like, I'm out here at the B place. He's looking at his phone. I send him naked pictures, <laughs> but he'll write back to me and he'll go, I shut my phone off when I'm on the air. There's yeah, no did. way I'm opening myself up to that. I was like, ah, very smart, very smart. Sneaky, sneaky. Yeah. Uh, Canadelic, this weekend at the factory in downtown St. Petersburg. Go join Ian and a bunch of other folks in the area if you want to learn more about kava, kratom, medicinal uses for uh, marijuana and mushrooms and all these things you've been reading about and hearing about. There'll be experts there you can actually talk to. You can see panels. You can maybe even see Ian on a panel mm-hmm. and use it as a learning experience. Uh, and for those of you who just want to go by and get high, I'm sure you could do that as well. Uh good luck with it, Ian. Thank you so you're, you're welcome to hang out. I just got to take a break. Uh so uh, I don't know. I know you, I know Wednesday's massage day.
2: No, I already got it done this oh, morning. Oh, yeah. you go early. All, I'm
1: all loose. Ooh, I can't loosey, go loosey loosey goosey in the morning. I go right uh, back to bed. Uh, that well, was the case. That's what I'm gonna do right now. All right, good for you. I got it like that. Uh, all right, we gotta take a break. A brand new open letter and Dominic Ferriello will join us all in the next hour on one oh two five the bone. You're listening to the Mike Calta Show
0: on 102.5 The Bone. What's better than going on Calta Cruise 17? Going on cal- without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants—they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies.